Hey, welcome home to Cassidy. My name is Stephen Mitchell, and it is a great joy to be here with you. I am so excited that we get to come together, whether online or in person, and celebrate who God is and what God has done in our lives, what God continues to do in and through us, God's people, and the invitation that God has placed before us to be a part of his family, to be a part of his kingdom, to go and share the good news that we have received in Christ's life, death, and resurrection with everyone we encounter. If you're new here, I just wanted to say you're welcome. We are excited that you are joining us, whether in person or online, that we are excited that you are here with us, that you are celebrating together with us who God is and what God has done. Maybe it's your first time ever uh, being a part of a church service, and we hope that you feel welcome, uh, that you are invited, that it wasn't us that did the invitation, it was God, and we want to honor God's invitation by helping you to feel welcome and letting you know that you are important to us. And so it is exciting that we get to continue this. I did want to say we've been on this journey through uh, a message series called Gospel, this worship series that we've been on for the last 15 sessions that we have gathered, Ash Wednesday, uh, Good Friday, Monday, Thursday, all of it has been part of this story of the gospel of Jesus. And the gospel is simply the stories of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, and the impact that they have on our lives. And so we're gathering together to wrap that up. Today is our last session of gospel, and I am excited uh, because we've made it. We have gone through the story of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. And one of the things uh, that, that I am excited about uh, is that, that we have just scratched the surface. Um, we've just scratched the surface of God's amazing story of redemption for us because we've only been focused on the Gospels. The, the story of God is so much broader, so much bigger, so much deeper, so much richer, and we are invited into that story. Uh, and so I'm, I'm glad you are with us. I'm glad that we can continue this journey together. If this is your first time, don't worry. Uh, you're going to be able to catch right up with us. And, and if you want, you can go back and check out the other uh, portions of this online. And we invite you to, to both of those things. But uh, stick around and, and see if maybe God is reaching out to you in a new and special way. Uh, when I, I, have, I have two kids, uh, Alex and Savannah. My, my youngest is Savannah, and she was notorious growing up, notorious for if she saw a movie or a TV show and then you were going to watch it together, she could not contain herself. Uh, she just, like, uh, she couldn't keep from telling you the answer or the, 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 the plot um, explaining the story. She was filled with spoilers. And what was amazing was it, like, my, my son and I, who is five years older than she is, uh, my son is five years older than my daughter, uh, and, and they would sit there, and, and it became like a deal where we would discuss how long do you think it would take before Savannah ruins the show for us because she had already seen it. And she would promise, Dad, I won't say anything this time, I promise. Uh, and then the show would get going, and she was so excited. She was like, oh, that's him, that's him. You know, and you're just like, no, don't spoil the show for me. Uh, don't, don't ruin the story. But she was so excited to share the, 
the, the re- revelations or the information that it just overwhelmed her. And, and, and my, my thought is, that's how we should be. That's how we should be with God's story. We should be so overwhelmed, so, uh, so filled so much with passion that we can't do anything other than share the story. We know how it ends. God wins. Come listen, learn, grow, be a part of what God is doing. That's how we should treat life. That's how we should lean into this story. Because the truth is, that God came to invite us to something so that we could go and do something. Not so that we could do all the work that God hasn't done yet, but because God invites us to be a part of it. And, and we're, we're, like I said, we're wrapping up this gospel message, and, and the story that we're looking at today is known as the Great Commission. If you've been in the church for a while, you have heard about the Great Commission that God sends us into the world so that we can, we can share the, the story of God so that we can invite others to be a part of it. Go into all the world and proclaiming Jesus' life, death, and resurrection and baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them all that God has taught uh, to the disciples. That's the commission that was given. And this is what the, the task that we are able to still be on today, the task that God has called us to. And so I wanted to start by saying, you know, sometimes if we haven't been in church, or maybe we've been in church our whole lives, we've just never really put too much thought to what a commission really is. When I, when I was younger, my commission came from the fact that I, if I sold shoes, because I worked at Baker Shoes when I was a kid, uh, if I sold shoes, uh, I could get a commission off of those shoes. And, and the, the funny thing is, is that that has nothing to do with the commission that God is offering to us. And, and so when we talk about the Great Commission, it's helpful to know really kind of what a commission is all about. Uh, one of the definitions, there are several definitions of commission. One of the definitions is a formal written warrant granting the power to perform various acts or duties. So if you have a commission to go and, and carry out something and you've been given a piece of paper that's a formal written warrant, that's a commission. Uh, or you are an, authori- you are, uh, an authorization or command to act in a prescribed manner or to perform a prescribed act. So you, you have been given authorization to do this or authority to act for, in behalf of, or in place of another. In all of these things, authority has been given to you in order to fulfill the task that you have been given. And the same is true of the Great Commission, Jesus' commission on our lives to invite others into this story of Jesus. Again, we have journeyed through the gospel. We have just scratched the surface because the story is so much deeper, 
richer and fuller. And so I want to back us up and remind us of what we've been called to, why we are uh, being commissioned, what that commission is all about. And it starts all the way back in the Garden of Eden with a guy named Adam. Uh, Adam and Eve together in the garden broke the covenant that God had made with them, and, and they broke the law that God had prescribed for them. Don't eat from the, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Everything else you can have, it's all yours. Uh, and we, like them, obsess over what we can't have, not all of the things that we have. And, and that broke creation in a fundamental way. And so God tries then, from then on out, God's story is all about redeeming humanity and creation back into the right relationship, back into the way that it should be. And he chooses a family, Noah, when everyone else is, is spiritually and morally bankrupt. He chooses Noah and says, Noah, you are the best I got. And so we're going to start again. And that continues this line of, of failure where people abandon God and turn away. And God says, you know what? I'm going to do it differently now. I'm going to choose this guy, Abraham. And through Abraham, because I know they can't do it on their own, I am going to send Jesus through this family, through this group of people that then come to know me in a special and unique way, that I will be their God. They will be my people. I will walk with them. Uh, even when they abandon me, I will stick with them, and I will show them the way. And that's, Abraham is the start of that. And, and the thing that's interesting to me is when God calls Abraham, he doesn't say, hey, I'm going to do this whole big thing for you and for your family. Initially, the initial call that God makes on Abraham, in, all the way back in Genesis 12, says, I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. God says to Abraham, hey, I'm calling you to come with me, and I will bless you so that you can bless others. The plan all along was to bless through others, that God put people in the story in specific places and uses them to be a blessing to others, and he does the same thing through Jesus Christ. God chose Abraham, and through Christ, God chooses us. And the thing that we're being invited to, what, what the blessing that we receive is, that we are invited into God's family. That we are invited to be offspring of Abraham so that we can be heirs to the promise. Actually, Paul says exactly that in Galatians. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise, heirs according to the promise. You have been invited to be a part of Abraham's family. You have been invited to be a part of God's family. The blessing that God makes and offers to us is family, God's family, that, that God is inviting us through Jesus' life, death, and resurrection to be a part of what he was doing from the beginning to redeem all of creation and restore it to the way that it should be. And, and that's, that's what we've been invited to. And, and it's not 
easy for us to wrap our minds around this. It just boggles my mind that God would invite even me to be a part of his family, that God loves each and every one of us, even me, so much that he would lay down his life so that he can bring us to life, so that we can have a new life in Jesus, so that we can live into a new story, not be bound by our own fear, shame, sin, and death, but instead have this new story of Jesus. Paul writes a letter to a church in Rome. It's a way of introducing himself and, and his theology, but one of the things that he says in there, and, and we, we typically hear this and, and we stop, he says, you know, that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But Paul doesn't stop there. He uses a conjunction and, and he demonstrates what Jesus has done. It says this, uh, it says, now apart from the law and righteousness of God has been made known, uh, to which the law and prophets testify. He's talking about Jesus. Uh, apart from the law, so not the law itself, but Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, separate from the law, we can receive the gift that Jesus offers us. The righteousness is, this righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference now between Jew and Gentile. We are all in one family, invited by God to be a part of that family. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus, we are all sinners, all fallen, all broken, and we are all justified through Christ's life, death, and resurrection. It's an offer that is made for each and every person. God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of his blood to be received by faith. He did this to demonstrate his righteousness because in his forbearance, he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate his righteousness at the present time so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. We receive God's grace through faith. We receive God's gift of life and an invitation into God's story by His grace. We are invited into God's story. We are blessed by God so that we can be a blessing to others, so that we can share God's love and grace with others, so that we can invite them into this story so that we can be overwhelmed by knowing the end and share the gift that we have received in Jesus with everyone else. And so what is it that we are, how, how do we invite? And, and that's the great commission, is that we have been commissioned, commanded to do this. Then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. He's about to return to the Father. He has already been resurrected from the dead. He is now visiting with his disciples for the very last time physically before he returns to the Father and sends the Holy Spirit. These are Jesus' last words to his disciples. 
And so he wants to make sure they get it. Therefore, go, he says, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and in the name of the Son and in the name of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Go and share the blessing. You have been blessed so that you can bless others. Go and share the blessing. We, we exist for those outside the church. We don't exist so that we can hoard God's blessing and we can just celebrate what God has done for us. No, we exist so that we can share what God has done for us, in us, so that we can let others know what's going on. It's that passion, that overwhelming sense of, I cannot hold it back. I cannot contain it. But instead, I've got to share with everyone I come in contact with the radical love and grace of Jesus Christ. Not blame and shame, because we were set free from that. Why would we bind others up with that? But instead, the love and grace that God gives to us. And we, we do that in two ways. First and foremost, we have to realize that Christ has blessed you and me with salvation. That the gift that God gives to us is a gift of life. That we have been saved, made right with God and that gift of salvation is the blessing that we have received. And then we share the blessings that we have received with others. The story of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, the way that Christ has impacted our lives and has helped us to be freed from our own sin, guilt, and shame is what we are able to share with others. And you know, when we say it this way, it truly is that simple. We have received a blessing so that we can share a blessing. That blessing is life, new life in Jesus Christ. It truly is that simple. I mean, we've been commissioned by God to love others and to invite them into God's story. We've been commissioned by God. We've been given authority. We've been given power in the name of Jesus Christ to share his love and grace with everyone we come in contact with. Over the past weeks, we have talked about the stories of Jesus. Those stories are our stories because through him, we are part of his family. We've been, invite, been invited to God's story so that we can love God and love neighbor. It's not complex. It's not always easy, but it's not complex. God invites us into his family. He doesn't force us. He invites us to freedom, to salvation, to new life in Jesus Christ. He invites us to love God, to love him with everything we are, heart, spirit, soul, mind, and body. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, he invites us to love others. And this is the gift that we receive in Jesus. This is the hope that we have in Jesus, and it's the promise that we have in the presence of Jesus Christ. And so when we think about all that God has done for us, that God loves us so much that he wouldn't even hold back his only son so that we can be made right with him through his life, death, and resurrection, 
why do we stop? Why do we hold back? Why do we not be, why are we not overwhelmed with love of what God has done, with, with a desire to share what God has done? And again, this isn't done through making people feel guilty or shaming them. It's done by loving them where they are. When you come in contact with somebody, not sharing uh, hate and venom is a great first step. Not saying you're, you're sinners in the hands of an angry God and God is about to dump you out into the hellfire and, and all you have to hope for is, is that he will, in his, in his great love, not pour you into the pit of hell. Instead, it's saying God loves you. God created you. God knows your pain and suffering. God knows the things that you have gone through, and God loves you anyway. But God has more in mind for you. That God invites you into a new story, not a story based on your brokenness, but a story based on His holiness, a story that you can share, a story that transforms us from the inside out, and makes us more and more into the image of Jesus Christ so that we can then bear his image into the world so that we can share that good news with everyone we come in contact with. And and together, together, as a community of faith, as the body of Christ, we can do this. We have been given a gift Uh, A pearl of great price, something worth selling everything for so that we can possess it, and then we can give it away. That's the gift that we have in Jesus, is that we have this gift beyond all measure so that we can share with others what God has done in our lives. And so I want to invite you, I want to invite each and every one of us, that we can do this. We can share God's radical love and grace. We can share the hope and the promise that we have received in Jesus. And we can do that because God has made a way for us so that we can share with others. We have been blessed to be a blessing. So let us carry God's banner high. Let us share love and grace with everyone we come in contact with, and let us make a difference now and forever for Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Gracious God, I give you thanks and praise for the gift we have in Jesus Christ, for the hope we have in you, and the promise that you have poured out upon us, that you have given your life for us, that by your death and resurrection, by the pouring out of your blood, we have atonement, at one We have been restored into relationship with God. Moreover, we have been invited into his family. Help us to receive that and then help us to respond. Help us to respond by sharing God's love and grace and kind with everyone else. Help us to have received this blessing so that we can bless others. Let us share your love and grace with everyone we come in contact with. God, pour your spirit out on us that by your power and your presence we are made more and more into the image of Jesus. That by your gift of restoration in our lives, that we share that gift with everyone else. Help us to bear witness to your love 
and grace. Help us to bear witness that you have called us out of the grave into new life and help us to share that life with everyone we meet. We ask this in the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And all of us agreed and said, amen.